From our studios in North Florida, it's in black and white. And now your host, the baby-faced assassin of freedom, Jerry Brooks. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, patriots of all ages, welcome to In Black and Right, the new definition of color commentary. I am Jerry Brooks, your baby-faced assassin of freedom, also your tour guide through the wackadoodle world of Joe Biden's America. And boy, have we got stuff going on today. Let's get right into it, my friends. Breaking news from the Epic Times. Headline. Tucker Carlson's lawyer responds to Fox News contract breach allegations. Now, of course, here we have uh, the premiere of Tucker Carlson's uh, new show on uh, Twitter's exploratory platform, which has been dubbed as a competitor for YouTube. Boy, did they hit the jackpot. Now, it's been a couple of days uh, since... Tucker made his appearance and as of today his 10 minute video on Twitter uh, has already been viewed over 100 million times 100 million times all over social media holy cow that's not viral folks that's like nuclear level viral I mean like a big old mushroom cloud I mean only but Tucker Carlson could command that type of viewership now of course Fox News Channel who got rid of him uh, a little over a month or so ago has now been screaming that Tucker Carlson was in breach of contract and he is and, they, and they're demanding that he stop doing his Twitter program immediately. So, with that, that happened earlier today. Now we've got Tucker Carlson's attorney's response to Fox's allegations of breach of contract. Just taking a look at this. Okay, hang on here. Oops, no, 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 no. Eh. Ah, there we go. There we go. Now, interestingly enough, we're looking at this, or I'm, I'm looking at this, and just reading a little bit of the story from the Epic Times. Uh, a lawyer for Tucker Carlson issued a response after reports claimed that Fox News sent a letter accusing him of violating his contract by launching his own Twitter show this week. Now, it's quoted in the story. Fox defends its very existence on freedom of speech grounds. Now they want to take Tucker Carlson's right to speak freely away from him because he took to social media to share his thoughts on current events. Carlson's lawyer, Brian Friedman, said in a statement to Axios on Wednesday, appearing to confirm reports that Fox News notified Carlson's lawyers about a possible contract violation. Now, just that little bit of the story. I mean, there is more, but I don't want to bore y'all with it. But still, this 
apparently was called an attention getter, Rupert Murdoch, and all the yahoos over at Fox. You got rid of your biggest star. Your Your company, your programming, and your ratings are suffering. And your top star does a 10 minute video. It's not like he was doing, you know, his normal 60 minutes on uh, when he was on the network. A t- little over 10 minute video and it gets over 100 million views. That, my friends, is the power of Tucker Carlson. Because apparently and I, and I knew it when it was going to happen when, when he was fired. I said, wherever Tucker Carlson goes, wherever he ends up, he is not. He is going to be absolutely having himself a ball, <laughs> an absolute ball. And apparently, he's already started. You know, a little time away. Uh, he was he was down in the Gulf Coast of Florida, you know, getting all tanned and rested and everything and just hanging out and having some fun. And now he does a 10-minute video for Twitter and bam, it's all hell breaks loose again. But, well, what can you do, folks? Uh, Tucker is going to be Tucker and he's going to be <laughs> nothing more than the force to be reckoned with that he is so that's so that saga is going to continue for a while but uh also uh tucker carlson it has been announced will be down at a turning point usa event in mid-july down in west palm beach and i'm actually uh doing some fundraising right now to go and attend that event uh uh, Charlie Kirk and the great folks over there at Turning Point USA put on really, really high quality events. And not only is Tucker Carlson been named recently named as a speaker, you will also have there will also be President Donald Trump. But hey, he lives in he, he lives in the area, so I figure it's kind of like eh, you know, take a little bit of a motorcade ride over to a West Palm Beach and boom. <laughs> so there's so there's all of that, but yeah. So I'm hoping to be able to take in black and white there uh, to this event to hear Tucker Carlson and President Trump, as well as some other great speakers that are going to be there, like uh, Congressman Matt Gates of Florida and uh, and other great conservatives out there. So I'm so I'm working on that. So if you'd like to help us out and help bring the show there. Just simply go to inblackandright.net, look for our donate button right on the upper right-hand page, uh, upper right-hand portion of the page, and help us get there. We're looking to do a lot of work and have a chance to really expand the show down there in uh, during the event down in West Palm Beach. But, sorry for that, sorry for that little bit of a... Uh, plug but yeah folks that's going to be interesting but today I'm more I guess as I'm looking at some of the stories that I'm that I'm looking at today there's a theme that's developing and it has to do with the old saying evil triumphs when good men 
and women do nothing. And here's what I mean, just a small example. Now, on Just the News today, report came out that China is going to be placing a secret listening uh, post in Cuba to spy on the United States. Is that really a surprise? No. But doesn't this sound a little bit like the Cuban Missile Crisis in 1962 when the Soviets were wanting to put nuclear missiles on the island of Cuba only 90 miles away from the South Florida coast? 90 miles, folks. That would pretty much cut your response time down to nil. And that wasn't good. And we almost went to war over it, President Kennedy and Nikita Khrushchev. So this kind of just goes, okay, sure. This is kind of spooky. <laughs> it's really kind of spooky. But we're just... This is just one more thing that the Communist Chinese is doing to expand its really twisted uh, global desires, you know, to go after the United States, to take us out, paying billions of dollars to the Cubans because their country is just impoverished just like any other Marxist communist nation. I mean, do I really have to say North Korea here? I mean, seriously? Th this is just wild to me. But is it a surprise? No, not a surprise at all. I mean, already we're gonna have problems with China over Taiwan, and now you throw this into the mix, a listening post in Cuba? Oh, man. Ay, 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 ay. That, that's pretty bad and just pretty sick and twisted and just evil. But it the sad part is, you know, it gets worse. Well, let me give you the latest example. And I'm sure you've heard <clears throat> that the Department of Injustice has informed Trump that he is the target likely to be indicted as uh, the DOJ re rebuffs prosecutorial misconduct claim. Now, <clears throat> this isn't a surprise. If you've been paying attention, folks, it's really not a surprise. Merrick Garland, the most partisan, the most evil SOB of a attorney general that I've seen, has now with his latest attack dog, Jack Smith, the special counsel, they can't seem to get Trump on the Presidential Records Act, which is very much a part of this. But they're going a different route, trying to somehow, using the Espionage Act and some type of uh, a claim of obstruction of justice to go after him. Be, but one way or another, Trump is going to get indicted, and it's going to. And of course, can President Trump get a fair jury 
in Washington, D.C., in the swamp? Uh, the answer to that question is absolutely not, considering that 90%, over 90% of D.C. votes for Democrats because, well, this is where the swamp creatures uh, essentially breed. And no, you're not going to get a fair trial by, by any attorney in D.C., any U.S. attorney. But yeah, this is more evil because these people in the swamp, and they know, they, are, they know the intelligence community knows, the FBI knows, the DOJ knows, other people know, the CIA know, that if Trump is going to get back into office, they know they're screwed. They absolutely know beyond a shadow of any doubt, they're screwed. Because Trump gets in there for his second term, it's going to be just a, it's going to be just crazy. It's going to be a purge of some of the most twisted, evil, corrupt pieces of excrement in United States history. And, oh man, and he's going to have a team of loyalists, I'm sure, Cash Patel's going to be back for the second term. Peter Navarro's going to be back for the second term. Uh, and some other folks. I mean, hey, I'd love to see Mike Davis become the new attorney general. Or, or acting attorney general. Because the, the, <laughs> the Senate Judiciary Committee will have enough cows to start a dairy farm. Or several dairy farms if he gets nominated. So I'm just going, it's going to be, it's going to be fun to watch, but I pray, I totally pray that Trump gets in because Trump is smart enough to know they can't get him any other way except by lawfare, which is essentially spiritual warfare manifested in a judicial system. That's all that really is in a nutshell. And yet he could easily become... A, the first president who has been convicted of a crime and still win the presidency. Because I don't see any type of indictment putting a dent in Trump's popularity. Because the media knows, asked Caitlin Collins over at CNN, you can't go after Trump you know, in some sort of entrapment type of things? No. This is what happened. And this is probably the last straw that got CNN's uh, Chris Licht, its chairman and CEO, got him the boot. Because Trump went in there and he just absolutely mopped the floor with this Caitlin Collins woman. Because she wanted to entrap him so bad, she wanted it more than breathing oxygen. And that was the whole thing about the CNN town hall that I love because their elaborate trap came back and bit them all square in their ever-loving, communist-loving butts. Oh, it was beautiful. It was absolutely beautiful. I mean, CNN picked the audience. They picked their focus group. 
they picked pretty much everything and it came back and it slapped them square in the face. Oh, I mean, a thing of beauty is a joy forever and that was a thing of beauty. It got so bad that apparently it caused CNN's chair and CEO to get the boot. Now, the, I feel badly for Chris Lick in one way. He was trying to repair the reputation of CNN and all it ended up doing was validating the reputation it had earned. Fake news, no objectivity, no fairness, no nothing. And people just did not like the fact that Trump made this supposedly smart journalist look like a, a rank amateur. I mean, this is amateur night at the Dixie Bar and Grill, folks. And CNN and its anchors, a lot of its top talent couldn't stand it. Well, life is rough on everybody, baby. You just got a deal. Huh, I love it. But yeah, so we, we're... And, and I'm willing to bet. I am willing to bet when the indictment actually comes down, watch Trump get a bump, another bump, in the polls. Watch. Everything else that's been thrown at him, boom, makes him stronger. Boom, makes him stronger. And this, I mean, whether it's, I mean, the, the Alvin Bragg case in New York, that thing has more holes in it than age Swiss, but they're going to try it anyway. And Trump got a bump from that. Now you've got just with, it's probably going to be within the next few days that Trump is going to get indicted by the DOJ, you know, and all these reports about Mark Meadows uh, testifying, making maybe making some kind of a deal. I don't know. But whatever it is, and, oh, I, I don't even want to forget the, <laughs> I don't want to forget the goofy attorney in Georgia, in Fulton County. It's like, oh, we're just going to bring out our indictment, you know, a little bit later in the summer. <laughs> yeah, you don't have a case, sister. Just like Alvin Bragg doesn't have a case. And this Jack Smith trying some fancy schmancy, uh, <laughs> some fancy schmancy uh, legal maneuvering to try to get Trump on obstruction because they couldn't get him on anything else. Please. But we continue on. Another interesting, well, actually not interesting, rather disgusting story. Uh, since we've been talking about Christopher Ray, the FBI director, well, yep, Christopher Ray is, well, not only just a snarky little snot, I mean, my gosh, I don't know what his reasoning was to this morning uh, acquiesce to the, uh, the Oversight Committee's request for the document. I don't know what's going on there, but Christopher Ray is a sick puppy, a sick evil puppy. How do I say that? Why do I say that? Well, here we go. Another story. 
FBI, headline, FBI Director Ray leads diversity training with White House official with famed pentagram tattoo. Oh, joyous. Now, apparently, the Bureau uh, gave uh, offering some type of credit for FBI employees to watch uh, Dimitri... Oh, my goodness. I, I'm, I'm always scared to... Uh, okay. Dimitri Daskalakis, who works as the coordinator uh, for... Uh, for the whole thing about monkeypox and all that. So, interesting how this worked here. So now, the story, uh, at least most of this came, a fair amount of this came from uh, FBI whistleblower Steve Friend, former FBI agent, who resigned from the Bureau after being a whistleblower and calling him out uh, for a lot of their really skunky stuff but anyway he sent a he, he put a screenshot of a bureau-wide email that was dated on June the 1st and that all invited FBI employees um, could attend the the event with this Dimitri Daskalakis uh, on January 6th not January 6th. Oh my gosh, my apologies. June the 6th. God, D-Day is bad enough. But anyway, in person or virtually. Now this Daskalakis character apparently is some... He's essentially Sam Britton just, well, more evil. Now, Sam Britton... Uh, as some of y'all remember, was the former Biden Energy Department official who was openly, who was gender fluid. No, what he ended up being was he got fired because he had a fetish for women's clothes and luggage and stole them at airports. Now, he's in, he's being transferred to Virginia because he got arrested in Maryland as a fugitive from justice and well anyway don't want to go down that road but what is crazy I mean yes he has this big pentagram tattoo and he he wears this leather harness over a over a suit that that looks like a satanic symbol I thought okay the whole gender ideology thing and pride month okay that was bad enough now you throw in a, a guy who is into some serious satanic stuff demonic stuff now that and if that and the fact that it's in this nonsense and all of this has been accepted and welcomed with open arms in the nation's top law enforcement agency of the federal government I said oh my gosh this is even worse than I thought the whole pride month thing got really weird I mean I'm not into it I said you know if you want to I'm not into 
uh, oh gosh, I can't even think of the word. I'm not into promoting other people's delusions, perversions, mental illnesses, or anything like that. I'm not into it. Not going to be into it. You can call me whatever names you want to. I do not stinking care. But this should tell you something, folks. Can, can you understand why so many people... Uh, I, I think it's about 60% in a recent Rasmussen poll said that they don't trust the FBI and that they are nothing more than a protection agency for Democrats and the Biden crime family. Oh my gosh. That's, I mean, I don't, I, I don't blame people. They have a darn good reason not to trust the FBI. A very good reason, and it's because of their own doing. Yeah, this is crazy. I mean, it, I mean, it's not crazy to me. This is just the next level, the next little piece of the piece of the pie, you know, that lets me know that, yeah, because of a weaponized federal government, a weaponized FBI, DOJ, IRS, and God knows how many other agencies. Yeah, these are evil people, and yet, here we go. Here we go. Just last week, we had the, or actually earlier this week, you know, the, the debt ceiling deal that got signed essentially giving Biden a blank check to essentially pay for his messed up agenda. And doesn't and Kevin McCarthy and the 149 Republicans that voted for it do not appear to give much of a damn about the American people. And that that's just evil to me. That's sick. It's totally sick. And, well, let's go for more sickness. Uh, a story from the New York Post. Headline, Instagram algorithm boosted vast pedophile network alarming report claims. Now, you want to talk about some really sick, twisted stuff. Well, it's time, ladies and gentlemen, especially my friends in the faith community, it's time to basically give you a brief lesson in Evil 101. They're not hiding it anymore. It's out there. They want to sexualize your kids in school. They want to do whatever they want to as far as woke ideology. Corporate America, public schools, government, media and entertainment. I mean, hey, it's no big deal, right? You know, it's, it's being rammed down your throat. And for anyone who happens to have Christian principles or Christian convictions and that they, they want to follow the words and the, and the uh, concepts of the Bible, yeah, they, they don't care. They, this is an I dare you, okay? We're here. We're in your face. What are you going to do about it? That just absolutely blows my mind. Well, 
This is what's being rammed down your ever-loving throats on Instagram of all things. Now, I have an Instagram account. I do, at in black and right, but I only do it for the show. But this gets really twisted. And I'm just, now, if you got kids in the room who are listening, uh, I'll give you a few seconds to maybe kind of move them out because this is going to get kind of sick. But this needs to be told because you need to know what these people are doing, how they do it, and how pervasive it really is. So this is why I'm giving you a little bit of an opportunity maybe to let younger ears not hear this. But this is something that I believe needs to be put up there in, you know, in, in your face because this is exactly what they're doing. And on social media, no less, which makes me really wonder. But, all right, here we go. Hopefully you've had time to get younger ears that don't need to hear this because it is not age-appropriate. But, from the story here in the New York Post. Instagram, oh, okay, sorry. There we go. Instagram's recommendation algorithms linked and even promoted a vast pedophile network that advertised the sale of illicit child sex material on the platform, according to the findings of an alarming report Wednesday. Excuse me. Instagram users, I'm sorry, Instagram allowed users to search by hashtags related to child sex abuse, including graphic terms such as hashtag uh, Hashtag preteen sex, hashtag pedobate, and hashtag MNSFW, which is an anacronym meaning minors not safe for work. Researchers at Stanford University and the University of Massachusetts Amherst told the Wall Street Journal. Now, hang on, this gets a little, this gets even really, truly sick and evil and demonic. The hashtags directed users to accounts that purportedly offer to sell pedophilic materials via menus of content, including videos of children harming themselves, like cutting themselves with like razor blades or whatever. That's pretty twisted. Or committing acts of bestiality the researchers said. Some accounts allowed buyers to commission specific acts or arrange meetup, the journal said. Meetups. Okay, would anybody like for me, would anybody like to tell me that's not sick, twisted, demonic, and just plain perverse? Anybody? Because that's evil, folks. That's what's going on on Instagram. Instagram. Now, that's bad enough, and that's sick enough, and that's twisted enough. But what's even worse was Mark Zuckerberg's reaction when this report came out in the Wall Street Journal. I mean, Wall Street Journal, this is not some right-wing 
conservative rag. I mean, this is one of the, I mean, this is a Rupert Murdoch uh, owned media outlet with its investigative team and going out there with the Wall Street Journal and just going out there and this is spreading to other media outlets. This is wild, folks. So after all this sickness and perver perversion and everything else, what was Mark Zuckerberg's reaction? Well, we'll we're going to get a task force on this. I'm like, what? Task force? Are you kidding me? Ay, 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 ay. This is all kinds of messed up. A task force? You've got criminal activity going on on one of your platforms and and you want to send out, you want to create a task force? This is exactly why, uh, uh, this is exactly why I'm often torn in my use of social media because I get the show out, you know, and get followers on social media a lot of the time and a web and my website. But when I hear this type of thing, I just, I don't have enough Pepto-Bismol uh, to down because it makes me sick to my stomach hearing this. Now, one, the timing of this is really amazing because July, the, July 4th weekend, a great movie, a great movie is coming out called The Sound of Freedom. Uh, just simply go to angel.com to learn about the movie and buy tickets for it. It stars Jim Caviezel, great actor from The Passion of the Christ. And he it's a true life story of a man named Tim Ballard, who is a former uh, government agent who quit his job because he was tired of having to deal with the politics of of having to deal with you know all these other governments and to go rescue kids who have been trafficked in the sex slave trade and it's wild it is absolutely wild of the timing of this and i don't believe it was a coincidence so if you really and especially to my friends in the faith community and the christian community get some dang tickets angel.com Get tickets for it and tell people this is real stuff. It's real. It's real intense. It's real painful. And if you know anybody whose child has been abducted and put into the sex slave trade overseas, yeah, do it. Buy a ticket for them and get yourself involved in this because, again, evil triumphs when good people do nothing. And this is about as evil as it gets. And it is not even beginning to slow down. It's picking up speed. And so I simply say this to uh, my friends in the, uh, in the Christian community. You've got evil right in front of your face. It's double, it's daring you. It is defying you to try to stop it. Now, 
you only have two choices. Do you simply cower, sit in your sit in your churches on Sunday, and just it's no big deal. You're like, I don't want to get political. Or are you going to actually look evil square in the face and tell it where to get off and fight it? Because if we don't, if we don't, we're going to have probably, well, actually not probably, I would say definitely one of the most messed up generations that could be out there. Because your kids, your grandkids, nieces, nephews, doesn't matter. If you got kids, if you don't stop, if you won't confront the evil now, money says that they're not going to, they're not going to do it either because they had a chance to see you and they just said, well, okay, we're not going to fight because, well, mom and dad didn't fight, grandma and grandpa didn't fight, auntie and uncle didn't fight, whatever. So that's what we're left with, folks. That's what we're left with. And yeah, I know I'm a little rough, but you know, it's time to toughen up, folks. We are at war. There is nothing simpler than that. And we need to fight. We need to occupy until he comes. Now, I don't want to sound like a preacher, but I have but I am the grandson of one. And yeah, and if I have to take a show like this and preach a little bit to tell y'all to wake the heck up, get off your blessed assurance on Sunday morning and go out and fight for your kids, fight for your grandkids to have a half decent world because right now we are on the fast track to a full-blown disaster. And I hate to see that happen to anybody's family, especially mine because I've got some great I have great nieces and nephews who are just as adorable. They're smart, but I don't want to leave them a world in this much chaos. I can't, I I could not live with myself if I did. I have to at least try. And I would sincerely hope that many of you would make the same kind of good faith effort. So my friends, I'm just going to call this a day. Thank you so much for listening to this special program. God bless you all. Take care of yourselves. Um, I will be back tomorrow for WTF Friday. And until then, always remember, Patriots come in all colors.